You're listening to the voice of Rowan Prof Sports. Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM, Glassboro. Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM proudly presents Offsides, a weekly roundtable discussion about the world of professional sports, featuring the diverse perspectives of the Rowan Radio Sports Department. And now, here's your host, WGLS-FM Sports Director, Jack Miller. Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM, online at rowanradio.com, channel 2. Welcome, everyone, to this Wednesday edition of Offsides. I'm your host, WGLS Sports Director, Jack Miller. We have a full house today, and I haven't been on Wednesday Offsides in a pretty decent time. It's been about three weeks, maybe four weeks. But I have Brett Miller and Aiden Doc in front of me, and in the other room in the conference studio, we have Greg and Josh Ayers. Guys, we have a full house today. How's everybody doing? It's finals week next week. I know I'm, I know I'm loaded with work, but how's everyone else uh, dealing with the stress mm-hmm. of finals? Um, you know, grind don't stop, and we don't <laughs> run from it. Nope. Never. We just... Job just job's got to get done. Got a couple exams next week. Got to prepare for it, you know. But got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Job's not finished. <laughs> job's not finished. Job is indeed not. You finished finish. two exams. You're not happy. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, job's not, not finished. <laughs> job's not finished. I got four more. <laughs> so, but let's let's uh, decompress a little bit. We got some sports talk for the next hour here on Offsides. Uh, we'll talk about uh, Monday Night Football and also some NBA news. We'll also dabble into some arena news um, that uh, recently happened in the past 24 hours. Um, but we're first going to talk about uh, the NFL with Monday Night Football and how that went down. Let's start with the Dolphins and Titans because that was a really, really fun football game to watch where the Dolphins' defense just kind of collapsed in the end. And the Titans were able to win by one point, 28 to 27. Doc, the, the defense for the Dolphins, it's... It, it's very questionable going into the the playoffs, especially that they're favored to win the mm-hmm. uh, the AFC East. This might hold them back moving forward to make a push in the playoffs. Their defense. Yeah, I mean their defense. Like they got they got some ballers on that defense though. I mean they got Bradley Chubb, who by the way had one of the stupidest plays I've ever seen, where he, he was angry he missed the sack and then was mad that even though they got the stop still. Was so mad that he missed a sack that he took his helmet off and did he throw it? Yeah, he and he, he was threw like it ten steps. Yes. And, and instead of it being fourth and five and a field goal kick, it's a fifteen yard penalty, automatic first down. Titans get a touchdown. I think that's kind of where you kind of look back on, especially in a game that close. But hey, man, Bill Levis fan club, we up. Um, DeAndre Hop- <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins is back. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Oh he oh he's been back the last couple Ageless. weeks. Will Will Levis just like like throwing his way. Tajay Spears is a baller. Derrick Henry's Derrick Henry, but please, man, I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't watch him behind that offensive line no more, man. <laughs> yeah, I think he averaged under two yards a carry. Yeah, <laughs> he was, averaged two really yards, two yards on the nose. Exactly. But he got two touchdowns. I'm leaving here with something. <laughs> yeah, he did get two touchdowns, and he, you love him in fantasy too. Oh yeah, I love him. I have him on, on like three of my fantasy teams. He, he's my king. Literally. Every year, he's my, he's my king, Henry, and he, I will always draft him because he did me so graciously in 2020. Um, He's got a nice playoff schedule coming up. Yeah, he does. Well, how do you guys think the Dolphins are going to do in the playoffs? The Titans are just kind of playing for fun at this point. Um, I don't. They're not going to. They're not going to make the wild card. Let's let's be real. Um, But the 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 Dolphins they they will make the playoffs. I just don't know how far they're going to go. 
I actually think the Dolphins are still going to the Super Bowl. Before the Titans game, I said they were my Super Bowl pick, and I'm still choosing them as my Super Bowl pick. And here's the main reason why. There's way too many inconsistent teams in the AFC. The Chiefs right now have their issues with all the the receivers that are that are not playing well, and they're dropping passes. Uh, you, go, you go back, you look at the, the, the Eagles game on Monday Night Football where they had about six or seven drops in that game. You go back to week one where Kadarius Toney was dropping all those passes. And then even the game um, you know, on Sunday when, when, uh, when Kadarius Toney was offsides, and they, there was a play where they had the touchdown. It got called back. Mahomes was heated. Everybody knows about that whole thing with him and Josh Allen at the end of the game. Um, and Baltimore, I, I like. I think Baltimore is a complete team on both sides of the ball. But they're very inconsistent as well. They'll win one week by like 30 points. And then the next week they'll come out and win a nail-biter or they'll lose a game that they shouldn't have lost. So I just feel like there's a lot of inconsistent teams. And Jacksonville... We pretty much know what their ceiling is at this point. I think this is a team that's good enough to get to the playoffs, but they're not a Super Bowl team yet. And that's because Trevor Lawrence, I think he's a great quarterback, but he hasn't taken the elite um, the elite level of being a quarterback in this league yet. And until he does, I think that's when you can start to think of Jacksonville as a Super Bowl team in the future. Because they actually have a pretty decent roster. Their offense is really good with ETN in the backfield. You got Christian Kirk, you got Evan Engram, you got Calvin Ridley. They got receivers. And the defense is, um, I would say it's about an average defense. I mean, they have some, uh, I know uh, Josh Allen, the edge rusher from Kentucky, is having a really big year. Um, so, I mean, they have some nice pieces. And Doug Peterson's done a really good job changing the culture of that franchise. And I, I, I like, in the end, I think it's going to be Miami because I, I just think and, – and another thing I, I want to say with Miami as well, we got to talk about how valuable Tyreek Hill is to this offense because mm-hmm. – To any offense. Yeah, to any offense. But, like, you saw, um, you saw how he did. He went out. He was hurt. He came back. You know, he wasn't 100%. And you saw the impact that it had on Tua and that Miami Dolphins offense. In the end, if Hill is healthy – He's going right. The Dolphins, I still think, are the best team in the AFC. Yeah, with Tyree Kill, he only had 61 yards receiving uh, in this game because he rolled his ankle pretty badly. But he was still able to come back in. His wife motivated him to get back in the game <laughs> and uh, was still able to get back on the field. But uh, Ayers, Brett, um, the, the the AFC playoff picture, it's it's interesting to look at. Um, but do you do you agree with me that the Dolphins might not go as far, or do you do you kind of lean towards Greg where they might make it all the way to Vegas? Um, I think I definitely lean more towards you. I think the AFC is a mess in general. Um, I think the ba- Baltimore is pretty solid on both sides of the ball. A team we're not talking about, and a team that I think could low key get hot at the right time is the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. I think they have an Don't elite, an elite quarterback in Josh Allen. People look at the interceptions. I mean, look at his playmakers outside of Stephon Diggs, who's getting bracketed basically all the time. I think they They're have the a head-to-head seed right now, but there's a lot of seven and sixteen. They're all seven I'm and six. You, you don't, I'm just telling, not to cut you off. You do not want to see no. Josh Allen in a one-game setting. Like that's one of the most quarterbacks, yeah. especially when they have nothing to lose. Like they're the seven seed. Like oh, if they lose, mm-hmm. well, they were supposed to not even make the playoffs. I at looked that at point. the schedule. There's a Week 18 game against Dolphins Bills. That could be for the division if Dolphins yeah, drop be. a game or two. I'm not saying that they will, but. Buffalo Bills would be a scary out in the playoffs, and I'm not. I think the Dolphins will go as far as Tyreek Hill will take them. I haven't been impressed with Waddle this year, and Tua has been 
To, well, the, I've not been impressed with Waddle because Tyreek's been taking all the the, the spotlight mm-hmm. away from him. So yeah. he's had a. I mean, the comparisons that Waddle was getting preseason. Dolphins have a very tough schedule. We can talk about it. Dolphins. They play the Jets next. Losing against the Titans was actually pretty detrimental for their schedule. Yeah, because they could have locked up that. It lets yeah, the Bills back in. Up. It yeah, lets the could've. Bills back in. So yeah, and th- so they play the Jets next week in Miami. Then they have another game in Miami. They have three straight Miami. They have then they play Dallas right. on Christmas Eve. Then they'll play Baltimore in on the road, and then they go back to Miami to play the Bills. As you said, Brett could be for that the could division. be for the division. So, I, yeah. so Ayers, the Dolphins could drop out of the AFC East potentially, and the Bills could run it up and bring up their uh, get into that AFC spot, yeah, AFC East spot. Yeah, it was a really big loss for the uh, for the Dolphins. I mean, I I forget what the number was exactly, but I know the Dolphins are the first team to lose having a 14 point lead with three minutes left. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> It, it Like what, what uh, Greg was saying, I mean, there's a lot of inconsistencies in the AFC as a whole, and the Dolphins, I feel like, have – just because, like, how we've seen Tua play without Tyreek, I mean, it's just – the offense runs through Tyreek, and when he's not there, the offense is just a mess. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least with the Ravens, they've been – I've been I've been, like, pretty critical of Lamar, but they've been the most consistent team, like, in the AFC as a whole. And because the Dolphins lost this game, I'm pretty sure the Ravens are going to lock up the first seed in – like uh, Brett was saying, I mean, the, the Bills seem like they're getting hot. I mean, it's totally possible that by week 18 we see the Bills and Dolphins fighting for the AFC East title. Then suddenly when we, when we thought Buffalo had no chance to make the playoffs, suddenly they're playing a home playoff game. Da- uh, they they play Dallas next week. It's going to be Dallas is going to decide this division. I mean, it's who yeah. can beat Dallas and who can lose to Dallas because yeah. they both, Dallas plays them. Um, Dallas plays the Bills this week, and then next week they play the Dolphins. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's both those teams, and they're both at home. Dolphins and 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 uh, Bills are both at home. So yeah, and then they play the Chargers the following week, uh, and then they play the Patriots at home, which is a nice game to have if you're Buffalo. Then they have the Dolphins game to end out the season. They're so this AFC East two is back. Interesting. Look, man, I, I, this Dolphins, and I kind of wanted to say this to Greg's point of he thinks that they're a Super Bowl team, and I understand. Like, I understand that they're a very good team. Mike McDaniel is a very offense good that's, caller. that's very intriguing. I wrote them off the minute Connor Williams tore his ACL, which was on Monday. I, he, he is their, He's almost as valuable as Jason Kelsey is to the Eagles because they do those outside runs, those sweeps, and he got to set the edge. And if to get Mostert and Eichain to the outside, and they lost him, and I, you don't, there's not many, there's not any backups actually that can kind of be as athletic. Because if you're that athletic, you're starting somewhere. Um, and I think that's kind of when their thing lost because when you shut down the Dolphins' run game, I mean, you look what the Eagles did against them when they shut down their run game. I mean, they pretty, pretty much every time they knew they were going to run it. And I think the Dolphins' offense is also pretty predictable, um, and. It's predictable, but it works. Yeah, it, it does Especially work to an against, extent. Yeah, but it, if if two when he gets that's also a problem is when you're missing your center, not just the run game, but the pass game because Tua when he got pressure up front, up the middle, right in his right in his lap, he doesn't roll out. He he he, he just his footwork looks awful. I mean, it looks like he's a rookie. Like, and that's kind of why they lost that that game. I think is that their offense wasn't able to move the ball. I mean, they only scored like 14 real points against a Tennessee Titans defense, which yeah they have respect. Yeah, they have respectable players, but. Also, not really. Like Har- yeah. Harold Landry, like all of a sudden, like kind of flipped the switch a little bit. I like he was good, and I think he kind of has kind of come not so great. But then he won uh, Defense Player of the Week for the AFC in that game. Like that offensive line just scares me um, still to this day. Even though Austin Jackson also has stepped up, but losing Connor Williams, I think immediately makes them 
not Super Bowl contenders even, let yeah. alone possible. I think I I think there's maybe five teams I'd pick over the Dolphins right now. Really? Really? Yeah. Wow. Hey, I, I mean, listen, I'm still taking the Chiefs over them. I I'm, I'm you give me yeah. give me Andy Reid and Mahomes yeah, here, in the playoffs like Here's the thing. I think you make a really good point talking about Connor Williams and they didn't even have Teron Armstead in that game, who's by the way always hurt. I mean, I, I like I'm looking at the injury report. Oh, Teron Armstead. Dude, the Dolphins on the arm. are one. They do. They were dropping like flies on Monday night. I don't know if you guys were seeing it. <laughs> Some with the turf, maybe. Yeah, like uh. that was definitely a big loss for Miami. That's a game they shouldn't have lost. Um, I mean, when you're up two scores with less than three minutes ago, that like it doesn't matter which team you play. You got to win the game, especially against the Titans. And then they have the Jets coming up this week, which they obviously should win. And then that's what we Never were just talking know. about before. The, 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 the week, Zach Wilson. This is what we were just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the, the NFL the NFL has crazy things. I mean, it's yeah. a week-to-week basis. You never know what's going to happen. But right after the Jets game, this is really when their schedule starts to get tough. You talk about Dallas. You talk about Baltimore. Um, and then Buffalo, obviously, too, as well. I mean, it's, it's going to be a tough schedule for Miami. And what, what's been the narrative around this team all season for Miami? It's been that, oh, well, they haven't been anybody good. But I can always go back and talk about the, the, the 2020 Bucks. They haven't beaten too many good teams that year in the regular season, and they went on to go win the Super Bowl. 2021, the Rams didn't beat a lot of good teams during the regular season. They went on to go win the Super Bowl that same season. So I'm not saying that's going to be like the same narrative for Miami, but I want to go back to what you were saying before, Aiden, about Josh Allen, not seeing Josh Allen in a one-game playoff as an underdog. I think you could make the same case for Patrick Mahomes as well, and that's even with oh, the receivers. Sure. That's even with the receivers that he's played with all year long. I was talking about it on all sides last night as well. This is the worst team in the Patrick Mahomes Andy Reid era. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure you guys can all agree with that because, like, the way that they've been playing offensively. The thing all, is, is though, I can kind of agree with that, but man, their defense is the defense has been great. Dogs. The defense has been great, but. The, the receiving core for Kansas City has been the, – the receiving core for Kansas City has just been awful this year. I think it's one of the worst in the league if you take away uh, Travis Kelsey. Like, yes, Rasheed Rice is a nice receiver, but he's not a number one. And when you watch all their games this year that I was talking about before, the games that they've lost, most of the games, it's been because the receivers have let down Patrick Mahomes. If the receivers make catches in the game against Kansas City, Marquez Valdez-Scanling, they win that game. The Detroit game, if Kadarius Tony wasn't dropping all those passes, they win that game. Um, and then the one, and then the, the game against Buffalo, if Kadarius Tony ain't offsides, they win that game too. So it's like, you know, you can't really look back at these games, but you don't want to see Patrick Mahomes as an underdog in the playoffs because if he's getting right in the playoffs and the Kansas City Chiefs overall as an offense is getting right, this is a team that nobody wants to see come playoff time. You don't want to bet against Patrick Mahomes, especially after what you saw last year. Throughout the entire playoffs, this is the first playoffs where Patrick Mahomes didn't have Tyree Kill as his best receiver. They took him away after last year, and uh, he went on to go win the, the, the Super Bowl. And he was playing on one leg the entire playoffs. Think about that. How incredible is that? The Super Bowl he was, the entire playoffs he was. He is just amazing. And this is the one quarterback you do not bet against or count out. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, Tom Brady. If No matter mm-hmm. how crap his team is, you can't count him out. It's even like referring to baseball with the with the Rays or Dodgers. You can never count them out of being in a playoff spot. Just because even though they have a whole, with the Rays specifically, they have a whole farm team that they build up. 
you can never count them out of getting 90 plus wins. Mm-hmm. So, but the AFC is loaded. Uh, it has a lot of talent on it. Even the the wild cards, they're all pretty much threats that you don't really want to go against. <sighs> if the Browns, who are eight and five, who go against Joe the Bears, Flacco. Joe Flacco is back. Yeah, Steelers, they they're they're in the wild Some card mix. Flacco. The Colts, the Colts are in are in the mix as well. Shane Steichen, coach of the year. Shane Steichen, coach of the year. So come back. This 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 <laughs> AFC picture is crazy. But the biggest matchup. We've talked about the Bills and Dolphins, how that division is now alive because the Dolphins lost mm-hmm. the, against the Titans. Yeah. The biggest game this week is Ravens-Jaguars right now mm-hmm. because they – Which to me – What? I, I, I just, you can't convince me the Jaguars are good. Yeah, like every time I watch them, they don't have an elite defense. They don't have an elite offense. I come away every game just – It's because of their division, man. I mean – I know, man. If only they had – if only the Titans had an offensive line, King Henry would have gotten them another South title. <laughs> yeah, I mean they have yeah. the fact that you have the just the division as a whole, the Jaguars, Colts, Texans, and Titans. That's I mean even now, like even with Stroud coming up, Will Levis and DeAndre Hopkins getting into a little bit of a groove, the AFC South is still not good. Like it's it's still not the greatest. It might be the worst division of all time. It actually uh, consistently, might. Yeah. yeah. It's consistently. just consistently bad. Um, you can uh, think, you I, I always think the NFC South has something to say about that. That's yeah. fair. They had they had a Super Bowl though in twenty. Yeah, yeah the Tom NFC Brady South State. will just come alive at some point. Like for for like Cam three Newton. straight seasons, it'll be Falcons and Saints just dueling for it in the division. But the thing is, is like right now the that division is just crap, and you can always expect one of those teams who wins the division at whatever like at nine and eight or ten and uh, seven. Um, mm. That they will be the fourth seed. It's no the best what. team to come out of the AFC South. The Jaguars that lost in the AFC Championship mm. like five well, years ago. Well, yes. realistically, it's mm. supposed to be what the Titans were in 2021 yeah. before they lost to the Bengals because of Ryan Tannehill. Ooh. Oh, but like if as you, a roster construction, that's probably that the rom- Blake Bortles. No, that roster is definitely better than the Titans. Uh, man, that 21 roster, that 21 ro- Titans roster was special, man. Like, it felt like every player was having a peak year. Kevin Byard was playing some of his best. Jeffrey Simmons was, like, a truly ba- breakout Aaron star. <laughs> Derrick Henry was still a beast. I mean, the offensive line was, like, somewhat competent. Ryan Tannehill had a very good regular season. Yeah, he was. Just and to mention. Still at A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown did not have a 1,000 receiving yard that year in 2021. Yeah, he got hurt. That's when the uh, – Yeah. All right, yeah. well, let's backtrack a little bit because we also got to remember that Peyton Manning played for the Colts mm-hmm. and won a Super Bowl. Mm. But so, you have Drew Brees in the NFC South. Yeah. So but I'm saying, like, you're, you're saying, I think the AFC South about... is, like, consistently the worst division and probably the worst one of all time. Because well, you yeah, can go and point to a team. I thought when you were talking about the Jags and Titans, that was the best team. Oh, uh, we just meant, like, uh, recently. Uh, like, recently. Oh, recently, like, out yes. Of, yeah. Out of the last five to ten years, the best team that the NAFC, an AFC South <laughs> division has pro- has made is probably that Jags team with Jalen Ramsey and all those guys. Yeah, Jaylen. oh that team you're talking. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah. Like I thought the, you were talking about the team that blew, or team that came back last year. And the no, like no, the, no, like prime for like seventeen. All right, you might. Oh my Blake, God, man, thank, that team was disgusting. Thank God both Clay's those Campbell, teams have gotten good Miles quarterbacks. Jacks. That yeah. team was ridiculous. That team yeah. was ridiculous. Thank Ned Blake Bortles. <laughs> Blake Bortles. <laughs> like that. Oh why, why, why can't the South divisions <laughs> ever get quarterbacks, man? Yeah. <sighs> like, thank, thankfully, now they have Stroud and. Hopefully, Bryce Young. Yeah, I was gonna, and my boy AR <laughs> AR, AR uh, five now. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say with the AFC South, like they got like the potential to be probably one of the best divisions in a couple of years because all all the teams have young quarterbacks. And I thought before is Andrew, Lawrence gonna be the worst one. 
I'm not ready to write them all. <laughs> I mean, there's Gardner Minshew. Relax. I, I Can't think, write them no, all. no, no. I meant when, when Andy Richardson's healthy. I was going to uh, say. Like, in if, two years, are we talking about how AR, Stroud, and Will Levis are all better than Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. Like, that's that's and, an interesting and, and conversation. Anthony Richardson I think the only one I'm down division. is Will Levis. Yeah, uh, yeah. The only one you can really doubt is Will Levis, but at least we've seen flashes from him on like uh, the number one overall pick. Mm. <laughs> Haven't seen a single flash from Bryce yeah. Young. Yeah, yeah. You have not. But the thing hey, is, hey, hey. Th- we're forgetting the Charger, the playoff game last year. Twenty-seven. Oh, no, 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 talk about Bryce Young. Oh, oh I thought we talking about uh, oh, no, Trevor no, Lawrence. Yeah, no, no. no. <laughs> but the thing is with with <laughs> Bryce, Bryce Young, <laughs> with Bryce Young, and I want to bring this up because Bryce Young has had a statistically better first year than Trevor Lawrence in his first year, and mm. and. He can grow. He's, yeah, he can. He's, you, you can't count him out after one year. You can't not count it's him almost, out. He's not a bust yet. It's almost like a same situation with what Trevor Lawrence had to go through his first year because yeah. Lawrence, the first year, they fired um, Myers. They fired Urban Meyer, who was an absolute disaster with the Jaguars. Everybody remembers that. And Frank that. Reich's yeah. a disaster and, with the Panthers. Yeah, he was a disaster too. They fired him. And then Trevor Lawrence, the next year, he makes the playoffs. They get off to a slow start. They bring in Doug Peterson. And they end up winning a playoff game, and then they're better, obviously, this year. Even though we don't, we're not really too high on the roster quite yet. And then Trevor Lawrence, hopefully, he can get better as a quarterback because we were just talking about it before. Um, you know, Anthony Richardson's in the division. Uh, Will Levis is in the division. He has shown flashes. I don't know if he's going to be their future uh, for the Titans. Um, and then you got Stroud, obviously. So you're looking at you know all these quarterbacks in the division that have potential to be really good quarterbacks. Could say in two years it could be one of the best divisions in football because if you go back the 2020 everybody remembers the nfc east that year right how awful it was and then two years later it was the best division of football we had three teams make the playoffs and then washington even had a 500 record they didn't make the playoffs but they had a 500 record the giants made the playoffs the eagles made the playoffs and the cowboys made the playoffs so it can almost be like a similar situation there with the 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 afc south because um it was a bad division last year with Jacksonville obviously winning the division, but um, it's still, you know, it's it's getting better. It's getting better. And then you look at the other South division and the the NFC. No hope. <laughs> Not really. No. Uh, listen, I think you got to give a lot of credit to Baker Mayfield. Worst, do they have the worst head coaching division ever? I don't know. Uh, but I, I respect Arthur Smith, too. I will say that. Oh. Like, I, I don't think Arthur Smith is awful. Well, when uh, we when we come back, we'll talk right. about the NFC, well, just the entirety of the NFC, because we also have to get to Packers and Giants. But when we come back from break, we'll be talking about the the NFC as a whole, Packers, Giants, and then we can also get back into this NFC South debate. You're listening to Offsides on RunRadio.com, Channel 2. Hi, I'm Amine. Sometimes starting a conversation with a friend about mental health can feel awkward, but your support can make a huge difference. You know your friends best, so if you feel like something's wrong, trust your instinct and reach out. Learn how to start the conversation at SeizeTheAwkward.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the Jed Foundation. This feature is Friday. It's the most wonderful time of the year. We're playing all the best holiday hits to ring in the holiday season. Tune in to hear artists like Wham. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Hall and Oates. And more. 
off your holiday season right here this featured artist Friday on Roan Radio 89.7 WGLS FM and online at RoanRadio.com. RoanRadio.com Channel 2. We have been talking a lot about the AFC as a whole throughout its entirety of existence. And we've also now going to be switching sides over to the NFC. And it, it we were talking about the NFC South. I don't want to continue it. We were going to talk about the Packers and Giants, but I want to continue mm-hmm. this NFC South debate of this head coaching of just of this division has not been Awful. there. Yeah, it's, it's 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 not great. I mean, you fire Frank Reich. You had you had rule in there as well. The yeah. pe- like the last. Let's be real. I think the last manageable team that had a chance to win the Super Bowl was the 2015 Panthers. Well, outside the Bucks, obviously. True. Yeah. yeah. But but like I don't even know. who's the Bucks coach. Well, it's Todd Bowles. Todd That's Bowles. right. See, That's this right. is the thing. Dude, so, I almost said Lovey Smith. Let's go. Let's go. Oh my god. Oh, oh goodness. Yeah. Uh, let's go down. So Bucks have Todd Bowles six and seven. Falcons Arthur, Arthur Smith six and seven. Saints Dennis Allen six and seven. And then I don't even know who well, was Frank Reich. I kind of forget who their uh, interim. I don't know head coaches. But look, let's go down this list. Todd Bowles, one of the best defensive minds in the NFL. But I just don't know if he's a head coach. He's the best coach in that yeah, division. Yeah, he is. And then Arthur you could Smith, argue Arthur, Arthur, Arthur Smith, Smith, thank you for getting Derrick Henry 2,000 yards, <laughs> but it's time to go. <laughs> um, Saints, Dennis Allen, you can go with Sean Payton. Oh Sorry, Josh. Gosh. But he's your defensive coordinator next year. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, he should have been fired last year. Um, and Panthers, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> prayers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's not good. The Eagles fans that are begging for Frank Reich have literally no Do idea. They know? <laughs> Do they know? <laughs> Yeah, and you got to think about like how how much of Frank Reich was actually involved in that year. What the Eagles year? Yeah, because you have to question it because he's been such not a good coach as just as with the Colts and the Panthers. He got fired in two straight years. That's impressive to do. Back to back, generational. Yeah, like that's impressive to do. He literally didn't make it to Christmas. You know know what's crazy about Frank Wright is when he originally got the job with the Colts, his first year when Andrew Luck was the quarterback. Everybody remembers that. The Colts were actually a good team that year. They ended up making the playoffs. Everybody thought Frank Wright was a good coach. And then, like as time goes by, they start to realize, oh well, maybe the roster is is pretty good, but Frank Wright can't get him over the top. So that's why the Colts ended up getting rid of him. They draft the quarterback. They bring in a new head coach, another uh, offensive coordinator from the Eagles, Shane Steichen, who I know we're all saying right now he's he's doing a great job, but you can also make an argument and say it's the same don't situation as what Frank Wright. Respect, respect, respect Shane. Yeah. I don't want to allow this disrespect. No, I listen. No, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to get that far. But listen, Shane Steichen has done a really, really good job. But it's almost like we were saying about um, Frank Wright his first year with the Colts. I'm not saying that's going to happen with Shane Steichen, but yeah. still. And I, and I think the Colts, the Colts future is a little bit different than what it was, because when everybody remembers when Andrew Luck retired, they were just filling in whoever at quarterback. Future's brighter now. And now it's bright because you're going to have Anthony Richardson coming back next year. You're there's a good chance that they could be a playoff team this year. They're in the hunt. They actually pay Jonathan Taylor too. 
Yeah, I mean, well, Jonathan Taylor's uh, mm-hmm. been banged up this year, and they're still winning games. So, like, yep. with what Shane Steichen's had to deal with, with Richardson going down, and the whole situation with Jonathan Taylor in the offseason, and he's been hurt now, he has done a really good job with that team. And they're going to be scary, I think, within the next couple of years. I think you look at a team like the Colts, you look at Green Bay, who I think could be very scary with Jordan Love in a couple of years. I think Matt LaFleur is a very – uh, underrated head coach in this league. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of young teams that have young quarterbacks that could be really good in a couple years. Does it surprise you at all and that Steichen was going to be the better coach over Gannon at all? No, no. I, and I think they're both going to be great, good head coaches. I think that Cardinals team is playing a lot better yeah. than their record. There's, yeah. there's only so much you can do as a coach when your players just don't compare to like other teams. Which is why it's hard to like blame Reich for – again, this is the problem the Panthers had. Reich was not a good head coach, and I didn't like to hire anyway. But his team also sucks, So, which is why I don't mind them firing him because, look, just because the team isn't good enough don't mean he's a good head coach. But at the same time, it's just – They had potential. Reich, was, Reich, he had a little bit of a run with the Colts. That, that Philip Rivers year – that's he was a, special. But the thing is, is with Reich, he was special. With Reich, though, you have to consider the fact that they were honestly potentially going to win the NFC South. Because no, because they won seven they had, games last year with Sam Darnold, and, and they kind they, of brought back the same team. Yeah, and they and they added some pretty good players, like pretty yeah. solid players. Sanders. You had Sanders. You had Hurst. You had Thielen. Like that's a that's a those are good offensive respectable acquires. NFL players. Yeah, yeah, res- they're respectable. And you had seven wins last year, as you said, Doc. And they got progressively worse. That doesn't happen. Yeah, like we'll, we'll that's do. a coaching problem. Like I think they fired Reich for a pretty solid reason. Yeah. So Yeah, I don't I'm not saying he deserved to keep yeah. his job. Yeah. I think I think I, besides and, all the Frank Wright stuff, I don't like Bryce Young, yes, I understand he's a rookie, but he hasn't really shown me anything throughout the course of the season. It's not like But like did he, Trevor Lawrence do that two years ago to you? He he yeah. I I feel like it was a See, this is the thing. Um, we've kind of gotten away from what's normal for a quarterback progression because Bryce Young still in advanced statistics, if you want to look at that, is still has been a very accurate quarterback, and his receivers are getting the worst separation in the NFL. Um, but my problem is is that I watched that Saints game a lot on uh, Sunday. Bless you. And <laughs> I, I watched it for my boy Jonathan Mingo. And Jonathan Mingo was wide open down the field, and Bryce Young – couldn't connect and it's just like it's just like yes i can i can give you all the excuses in the world but when they get open man i'm gonna need you to at least show me that like you deserve those excuses and look is this is this it for him no i mean it's year one uh like sometimes stuff just happens and and you know he doesn't have a great off he has a horrible offensive line play i mean it's some of the worst in the league some of it is his fault so you got to know you have the worst offensive line in the league sometimes like when you get when he lost that fumble against the saints it's like dude you got to know your offensive line is not good and you don't you gotta, have four seconds yeah you don't have four seconds you you got to get that out quick this and, isn't bama anymore yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's part of the adjustment honestly like going from alabama to the panthers like you know you don't got five star recruits on your offensive line and five star receivers you're throwing to but I mean, when it comes to Bryce Young, I'm not like completely writing him off. They like he's a bust, like on a worst first no overall one should. pick. No. I just, but at this point, I don't think Shroud. I don't think he'll be better than Shroud. I, in my opinion, I don't think he will be better than Richardson. You can argue, you can argue. Okay, maybe he'll be better than Richardson, but like the three, four games I saw out of Richardson, I don't think that would be the case. But Bryce Young can still be a solid quarterback. It could be like simple. I mean, like similar to um, how uh, 
Baker, the Baker Mayfield draft, draft, you know, Lamar got taken in that draft. Josh Allen got taken in that draft. And obviously, they're better than Baker, but Baker was is still a good quarterback. He's just not on the same level as those two. And I feel like that would be the yeah. Bryce Young situation. Yeah, quick, I, listen. Quick, quick, I, quick thing, though. I want to stick with this topic with Ayers. Ayers, do you think that if Stroud and Young flipped, that the f- records for the Panthers and Texans would be flipped? Oh, no. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I, but it's just... So you think the Panthers drafted the wrong quarterback? Uh, Yeah. I, f- I feel like Shroud is the better quarterback at this point. I yeah, I just don't know how much... The, the only problem is, again, how much would he have changed? That, yeah. This I, is what I, I would have... Again, the Panthers... It's weird because they love C.J. Stroud. Like, they were Reich and Josh McCown, which is funny because all the guys that seemed to be close with C.J. Stroud pre-draft got fired with Frank Reich. Yeah. And it's almost like... I, I maybe you knew you made a mistake, but you gotta like get guys that actually believe in Bryce Young this time. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I just I feel like Stroud's definitely gonna be better. I mean, it, but like if Stroud was a Panther, I don't think like the record would be much different. Like because with the Panthers won one game this season. I mean, against Stroud, because Texans do have a solid enough, yeah, core. They do have a solid yeah, the, like, the, the offensive tech, team. Bryce Young's one zero against Stroud. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving here with something. I, yeah, I think. <laughs> I think. Listen, That's all I think. I'm saying. I still think Bryce Young has a chance to be a good quarterback in this league, and I'm not running him off after year one. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to do that because it's 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 a rookie season. We've seen crazy things happen before in in years to come. I do think C.J. Stroud is in a whole lot better situation than Bryce Young. He's got his head coach. He's got a pretty good team around him. They did a really good job of drafting. Obviously, they drafted Tank Dell. They drafted Will Anderson. And it took them a while to rebuild that roster. And right now, they're in a playoff hunt. And the Panthers – and here's the worst thing about the the Panthers. Like, how, like they have the worst record in the league, and they don't even have a first-round draft pick yep. because they traded up to get Bryce Young last year from the Bears. And that that's kind of like that, – that causes a little bit of the conversation of what do the Bears do with Justin Fields? Like, it, it, you have a shot to get Caleb Williams with the number one overall pick – if he decides to come out, obviously, and heard some I know, rumor, heard I know some rumors Fields that I, you could see him transferring to sadly Ohio State. Yeah. Oh. Mm, I don't know how true yeah, those rumors McCord were. McCord but, left. McCord left. But I would cry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's that would be a big decision for the Bears. Though. <laughs> I forgot your Penn State. I would. It feel it feel because Fields is playing really good right now. He is. So yeah. it's like, what do they do? Oh, it's it's an easy choice. With all due respect, to Justin Fields. Yeah, send him to like the Giants or something. We we taking generational talent over here. <laughs> um, to me, like that's easy. I mean, like that to me, that's not a question. K. Williams, I agree. K. Williams, you you won't see nothing like it. Like everything that Justin Fields does, good. K. Williams does better. Um, pretty much, yeah. And that's not really wrong with Justin Fields. But again, all I'm getting from Justin Fields, it's year three, and I'm just getting flashes. Like K. Williams. I, like he he's he might be a star by year two. Like it's just that's an easy choice for me. And Justin Fields. So you think maybe Justin some team Fe- could give you a first round pick for him? So where do you think Justin Fields would go if they if they used a honestly? The honestly, I I think I think the Atlanta Falcons. I was gonna say would the Falcons, be, would be yeah. a good spot yeah. for him because they can run. And like Arthur Smith knows how to do run designs. Uh, he did it with Derrick Henry. And, and we he, were talking about a lot, and you remember this in the summer. Of how the Falcons should just get a quarterback. We were talking mm-hmm. about Lamar. I thought it was going to be Kyler. Honestly, I thought the Cardinals. About we, all thought, rumors. we all thought that Lamar to was going to be traded to oh, Atlanta. Yeah. We all thought that was going to happen, but 
they're still with Desmond Ritter. Too. Yeah, they're still with Desmond Ritter. And now we're talking about how Justin Fields could be a potential yeah, Atlanta Falcon. This is my, what I said. Like, if you asked me in on September 1st what I thought would happen in this offseason, I would have said Cardinals get first overall pick, they draft Caleb Williams, and they trade Kyler Murray to the Atlanta Falcons. But I think that's what we will see with the Bears now. They'll get the first overall pick, draft Caleb Williams, trade Justin Fields to the Falcons. Now, if you're the Falcons, you probably would prefer Kyler Murray, obviously, but he's not no longer on the board because he's still a franchise quarterback. It's, it, it just would have been another tough decision that the Cardinals had to make. But it's going to be tough because then you're also banking on Justin Fields being your franchise quarterback as well, and you, he's not proven too much yet. But, look, man, the Falcons are kind of almost quarterback heaven right now. Uh, out of, like, like again, there's obviously other better teams, but they have – top quarterback talent like they, they they're a team that has no quarterback talent they're quarterback away like a couple of those teams we used to always hear about like the broncos and, and like teams being one quarterback away and i think we'll that be having maybe could conversations be conversations about drake london yeah if the falcons get a quarterback Cal pitts please Dude, please feed drake pitts. london would be nuts <laughs> you know what i think could happen well this is a little off topic but if they fire arthur smith maybe you team up uh Get uh, Brian Johnson from the Eagles and get Kyle Pitts back with Brian Johnson. Take him. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Please Kyle take Pitts him. will have a career year, I bet. Yeah, he probably will. Please fire both coordinators by the end of the year, Eagles, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They uh, will show you. They will show you. Yeah. Try to get both back from the Super Bowl team. Yeah. <laughs> Shane's I don't mind it. Gone, I don't mind man. it. The only, the only problem with the Eagles coordinators, not to go off topic, is just like, man, they're young and they both have never – like Brian Johnson has never called plays in his coaching career and Sean Desai has never called – He's given a 17-year-old kid the keys it, to again, a BMW. It, it's just like, it, it just sucks because if the Eagles came in this year like they were in 2021 with like no expectations, you sneak in the playoffs – Hey man, fine. But this is a Super Bowl contender. That's the problem. They're, they they just made gotta, a Super Bowl yeah. last They year. just learn. They just learn as they go, and uh, you just gotta hope that they're ready come playoff time. And uh, you know they've been getting better and better. It's, uh, like the l- last week against Dallas was a players' issue. It wasn't a coaching issue. Um, but yeah, man, I I think I think that's why I think a team like the Wait, Panthers. Wait, explain could, explain explain that. How too many fumbles. Fun. They they were set up for success and they fumbled. Jordan Mailata even said it on uh, WIP this morning. I think like. If if you fumble four times in Cowboys or three times in Cowboys territory, like that's You're not, not that's yeah. not that's not on play calling. That's like, oh Brian Johnson, just call the plays where you don't fumble. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My fault. I, I, but I definitely think you make a lot of good points, Aiden. Uh, but I do think a lot of the big difference from like the big difference this year from the Eagles this year to last year has been losing both of your coordinators and from last year's Super Bowl team. Why and do, yeah, why don't? Why and don't, then the, their defense. Their defense has been completely awful. They're just gassed, man. Yeah, it's, no, completely, it's, it's completely good. flipped. So and I think if anyone you got to fire, decide. Like I'm being completely like honest. It, I think anybody. Like we're talking about Jalen Hurts now. Jalen Hurts is a great quarterback. Still, he's been turning the ball over a lot. You could talk about the fumbles and stuff. I know that that should have never happened in the Dallas game. But he's been throwing a lot of interceptions, and I think a lot of that is because they're not running the ball as much as they did last year, and. They can run the ball with any running back behind that offensive line, and they're going to be successful. Look what DeAndre Swift was in Detroit, and look penny. what he's doing this year. I don't think you could run any off any running back behind that line this year. Sadly. Yeah, no, this 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 line this year they've had some issues, and and they got they got to figure that out. I think again, coaching is the easy scapegoat. I mean, it's easy to scapegoat coaching because you don't want to blame the players, but man, that offensive line has not. They've not. They haven't good. pass protected that well. No. Again. 
compared to other NFL teams. Hertz has have. been holding the ball, but a lot compared lately, to, compared to the compared to the Eagles' offensive line standards, they have not been passing uh, blocking passing well. Yeah, it's they pessimistic. have not been run blocking well. Um, and again, the only the only thing I I don't like about the Eagles' offense, which I think is more maybe a Sirianni design issue, and I think he's taken blame with that recently, is I just don't think it's as creative as it once was. Like I'm watching teams get. Like the Niners are getting Juwan Jennings wide open. Like, why can't we get Zacchaeus? Open? Why, yeah, why are we? Why are we counting on AJ Brown, and Devontae Smith to create separation? Not even time? targeting these guys. Like, they don't throw to running backs. They throw to only Goddard because when Goddard's not in lineup, they don't even look at tight ends. It's not real creative. Everything is designed down the field. So Hurts is holding the, the ball first longer. Down, first down, the Eagles have. I think they're literally the worst team on first down. Because everything is all these concepts are down the field plays, and he just he has to hold on to the ball long. It's it's just a bunch of everything, but. It's like, it's like a bunch blocking. of things. If you just fix one of them, a bunch of other things would be solved. And and that's all you're counting on come playoff time. Like if you fix first down, all of a sudden down, second down's easier. Oh, it's third and three. Oh, we'll run it up the middle. Oh, it's fourth and one. Quarterback sneak. Like it, that's what they did last year. And then, but it created big plays because you're like, oh, first down, they're gonna just try to get four yards. Yeah. This time, teams are like, they keep trying to. They're dropping get, back. Get, get, they're get, dropping too high. Yeah, they're trying to drop bombs on first down for touchdowns and. They haven't been successful at all because, yeah, again, like you said, teams are dropping back. And defense is also just gas, man. 90-plus oh, no, plays against the Bills. Then you get the Niners in Dallas. They're all just lunging at these guys. They're not, yeah, rap, they're they're not just, wrapping up. They're not gang-tackling. It's problem, just they're man. tired, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, another thing the Eagles also have to, I'll make one more point. Mm-hmm. Another thing the Eagles have to do better of is starting games better because it's like the Eagles have done a great job playing from behind this year, but it's hard to do it every single game, especially against San Francisco, especially against Dallas. They were playing from behind in both of those games, and they weren't able to come back because those teams are elite. You know why? Because the turnover's early. And look, I have a stat right here. Guess how they have turned the ball over 19 times. Guess how many times they have turned it over in opponent's territory out of those 19? Like where they've been driving. Probably 14. 16. 14. Wow. wow. That's bad. <laughs> that's that's bad. That's really bad. Like, again, offensively, they look the same almost as last year if you just watch drives. The problem is they're not finishing those drives. And. Yeah, They're getting dumb turn, and some of those turnovers aren't like, oh, Jalen Hurst made a bad decision. Oh, blank, 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 like that. It's it's they're fumbling. It's like I've never seen Devontae Smith fumble. He fumbled. Drop pass. Uh, AJ Brown like fumbles every once in a while. He fumbled against the Cowboys. I mean, half of Jalen Hurts' turnovers are a lot of them are miscommunication, and I think two of them were where he just had pressure on his backside, and that's on the offensive line as well. And you're just it's like, man, you got you got to figure this out. Um, and it starts with just getting better on first down and making drives easier. And that's another thing with the offense. I think if you're the Eagles, like it get get Hurts comfortable early. I mean, give him like I'm watching Dak Prescott hit like five yard out routes that have nobody in the area against every team. Like they scheme open these plays. Meanwhile, I'm watching Jalen Hurts do a five step drop back and have to fire in between a safety and a corner. Um, and like it's just like why can't we just get him in rhythm? Like find a way to get him in rhythm. Get easy completions to Dallas Goddard. Get easy completions to Devontae Smith. Find a way to get uh, Zacchaeus in the game. Maybe even use Swift a little more. I mean they have weapons. Get they Quez just gotta use them too. right. Yeah, Quez. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. They just just find a way. I mean, it, it, offense. I think they're just overcomplicating overcomplicating it. Excuse me, and. Look, I, I, I'm a big believer that they hold a lot of stuff out because they know they're a playoff team and they're not going to run their best stuff. At the same time, like you can, also, you can also run basic stuff and still not really show anything but also be creative. 
and I think they might just be overthinking it as a whole. Well, we're running low on time. Uh, it's around 5.44. And one big thing that we've been talking about is the playoffs uh, and the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 61 home stadium got released. Uh, SoFi Stadium will be the home once again. Uh, This time of Super Bowl 61 instead of Super Bowl 60 or Super Bowl 55. I want to ask everyone this question. And I want everyone to put their thinking caps on. Put it on. Who will be in Super Bowl 61? Oh, I know this. <laughs> I'm, it's going to be the best Super Bowl of all time. It's going to be Jalen Hurts versus Anthony Richardson, and it's going to be, oh, wow. going to be 85 combined points, and it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be Super Bowl 61. 61. Jalen Hurts is going to be going for ring number three. Andy, <laughs> Andy Richardson just made his second Super Bowl appearance. He lost his first, sadly, to Jalen Hurts. So this is, this is the rematch of the two. And sadly, I'm afraid Jalen Hurts so, is going to take this one in L.A. So, again. So basically, the Eagles are Chicago Bulls and the Colts are the Utah Jets. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Anthony Richardson. I, I, was, about, I was about to call him, call him uh, one of those players, but I will not. Oh. Um, I love Anthony Richardson. I would never do that. Um, but I think I, – I like trolls aside, I think I think that could be a matchup. And, and you got to remind me to save that. Are we, are we saving this? Are we saving Yeah, we're saving this. Save it for alumni weekend. <laughs> yeah, alumni yeah, weekend. weekend. Yeah, homecoming. We're here. We're homecoming. I'm, I'm wearing my Jalen Hurts jersey. Um, <laughs> homecoming offsides. It has a Super Bowl 59 <laughs> patch that we won. <laughs> all right. All trolls aside, actual Super Bowl 61 prediction. <laughs> that was my actual pick. How many Super Bowls is that from now? Um, Four, I think. Four? Okay. So yeah. 58, 59, 60, mm. 61. Okay. Four. Yeah. So years from now. Eagles are going to win two of those, and then yeah. that's 2027. They'll sadly drop a year. Three yes, 2027. 20, 20, yeah. 20, 20, 20, okay. They'll have an off year. Oh, man. Love an off year. Will, Caleb, will Caleb Williams be playing in it? Mm. You never know. Mm. Who does he get drafted to, and who does he carry? Okay. <laughs> so The Bears? My uh, Eagles are going to get theirs out of the way, so I'll keep them out of this. Oh, you know? God. All right, you know. <laughs> My baby Jalen's already got a couple... <laughs> His hands too heavy My with all his friends. rings on them. I think Jordan Love will Jordan be getting his. Oh. This is five years from now. How is anyone going to have a, a a sensible prediction of no, this? No, I, I respect it. I respect Jordan it. Love. I can't wait to troll you in a couple years. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you said this four years ago? Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Love will defeat. Oh, my gosh. Who's going to be an AFC quarterback in five years? Russell Wilson. Oh, <laughs> Does he know? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I'll go quick. be like 41. Uh, let me go quick. He'll defeat Josh Allen. Oh, wow. Josh Allen will just – it'll just be another year. Another mm. Bills loss. Of him being elite and then falling short. His wide receiver, too, dropped the pass. Cole, Cole Beasley dropped Hurts the pass. Fault, you know, Allen fault. Ayers, what do you think? Uh, I'll say <laughs> NFC. I'll say <laughs> the Drew Locke Broncos. <laughs> he comes Drew, back. Drew Locke makes a comeback. Come in. Home. It's, the LeBron, it's the LeBron return to Cleveland. <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> Broncos country. He lost his shot That's and called the fake punt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, it'll probably be Texans, I feel like. And oh, I'm trying to shot? think NFC. I feel like probably – I'm going to say Falcons, honestly, because I really think the Falcons – I think y'all are overthinking this, not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> like saying the Falcons, like I know you can get good that quick, but I feel like we oh, – un- how, they how could get good this? next year. We overestimate how or underestimate how soon four years is. Well, we could be looking at an Eagles Chiefs. Like like I still think the Eagles and Chiefs will be the two of the two of the 
five best teams. That's definitely possible. But that, that's, that's not fun. So. Yeah, that's, I think there's fair. two ways. Yeah, there's two something, ways to look at it. Debbie Downer, right? Because he didn't say the Eagles. <laughs> like, four years is <laughs> so long. Bird. And if, I feel like football four years, like Deshaun Jackson was in the league last year. <laughs> like, when you, th- when you like, put it into that perspective, like. You got to think. We're going to, in four years, we're going to be a year away from, like, a Jason Kelsey Hall of Fame. Yeah. Jason Kelsey on his one-year contract because mm. he still he hasn't leaves. retired. Greg, what do you think? Oh, you guys stole a lot of my teams I was going to choose. Like, <laughs> I was actually thinking about choosing the Packers, Brett. Let's go. The Texans was probably another team I was going to choose. You chose the Bills as well, Brett. Um, mm. Amen. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Sometimes I, you, I, see, I don't know. But, but before you continue, <laughs> Brett, you might, you might have to start listening to yourself. He's told oh, me gosh. about the sports betting class. Oh, you guys gosh. have picks in the morning. Uh-huh. And yeah. you are, like, 22 and 8, yeah. 22 and 8. <laughs> He's him. Uh, not that I memorized my record. you got to yourself, <laughs> got to go, not my God. I don't have a banner in my room. <laughs> Definitely don't have that. Yeah, man. Hey. Ticking. It's a ticking counter. Uh, <laughs> Professor Barkowitz. <laughs> Special But, guy. Greg, continue. All right. I'm going to go with the Bills and the AFC. It'll be the first year Josh Allen gets to the Super Bowl in 2027. Jesus. First time. And I will He's still go. Say it. Do it. Do it. Do it. No, you won't. I'm telling you, Bills, Bills Eagles has an aura. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> he wants you know to. He wants I wanna, to. I was going to choose the fan. Packers. That's a problem. Oh, we I didn't was going to choose. I think I'm going to go with the Packers. I might have to go with the, the same prediction because that's what you had, right? Mm, Packers yes, and Bills. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with the same prediction because wow. I, will, I had the Packers on my radar, and I can't think of another because it's so hard to predict what's going to happen right. four years they from now. They wrote you off, Jalen. They said, they said you're never going to no, go no, back no, to no, Super Bowl. No, 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 no. They said, no, no, no. They said, no, no, no. They said you won't buy one. I said his hand is too heavy to lift anything up because Aiden of all was, of his rings. They said, they said you can't win another one one. They said you can't do it one. Show them wrong one. Please, Uno. I could have – Aiden, I could have been chose the Giants, so – I could have been that guy who chose the Giants, but Tommy, I didn't. Tommy DeVito hey, Tommy all the way to the Super Bowl? Yeah. Oh. oh, I, I won't know. watch sports. Yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> watch sports. I won't watch it. I'll do respect. Yeah. I'm on – I mean, honestly – Jack, give me yours. Yeah, Jack, give yeah. me yours. Huh? You don't you don't run do from the grind. Go. I'm trying to sneak out of this. <laughs> He's trying to go to break. <laughs> I'm not trying to go <laughs> Look at this guy. I'm not trying to go to break. He's running from the grind right in front of us. Come on. Jeez, man. God. Um. All right. My prediction, Um. I think for Super Bowl 61 – Justin Herbert gets in there. He's a big Herbie guy. I like that. Yeah. Won't be on the Chargers, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, come on. That hurts. Brandon um, Staley got one more. Year. <laughs> oh, please. Please fire him now. No, I would rather him. I want him now. to get fired before the season ends to, for the Chargers to lay a point that they are serious. As a Broncos Herbert fan, give, give, give him that John Gruden contract. Give him that 10 years. I think he deserves it. <laughs> let, him, let him be GM. Lock him up. Let him be GM. Yeah, that Chip Kelly. Oh, oh, All right, let's go. Who's your NFC team? NFC team. I think I'm sorry. I'm Atlanta, in reaching distance. Atlanta, Atlanta, Atlanta's in there. <laughs> Atlanta's in there. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Who's quarterbacking? Two Atlantas? Them? Who's quarterbacking them? Justin Fields. Okay. Mm, who's no. quor- who's quarterbacking them, Doc? <laughs> Doc, no. Uh, Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Okay. okay. Kyler still. All I'm gonna say that ain't no Falcons team beating my my 2027 Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> I, I don't know what they look like, but hot, they are special. Hot take, though. I do think that if Justin Fields gets traded to the Falcons, Kyle Pitts is involved in that trade. Mm. Oh, Save wow. me a spot. Caleb Williams to Kyle Pitts. I didn't even think about yeah. that. Yeah. Save me a spot. Oh, my. Oh, man. <laughs> That'd be so Caleb sick. Williams. Like, oh. Yeah. oh, man. That's like my college heaven. I'm like a Caleb Williams uh, college fan and Kyle Pitts college fan. Doc's giddy. 
Um, yep. <laughs> no, Josh. What? <laughs> what do you mean by that? Come on, man. <laughs> but, like, you know, <laughs> you're, you're hyped up. Yeah. Sure. I got to go back on. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> top five. We're going to get into it. Um, this is in honor of Doc. Uh, oh. I don't think we've done this. Uh, top five front runners of all time. <laughs> oh! oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so, I know this. Yeah, guess whose idea this was. <laughs> yeah. Yours. Yeah, well, <laughs> top five front runners. Um, I think we'll make. Oh, I, I want to try this. Let's make a group top five. Oh, this is easy. Oh. Um, so we'll commutatively bring uh, bring up a top five. I'll start off somewhere in there. It has to be this year's Braves. Oh, the Braves. I mean, they might be number one. <laughs> they might be number one. It's hard because they are number ones. Um, so now, do I want to go with the twenty twenty three? This is his favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> yeah. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. He could do a whole episode. Do on I want to Do I, like? I'm not even trying to be a hater, but it feels like all my favorite teams' rivals are front runners. Cowboys. Because because the 2023 Cowboys are the biggest front runners, but I don't know if I want to go with the 2023 Cowboys <laughs> or the 2022 Cowboys. Or we could also just say teams as a whole. Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they love it. They love it. I mean, I saw a play action fake on Sunday night. I was already mad the Eagles were losing, but when I saw Dak Prescott fake that handoff on third and two with two minutes left in the game, 30 points. It, it's a blowout already. He fakes a handoff, tries to pass. Luckily, the Eagles locked it up. We don't like front runners. That's when I knew the Dallas Cowboys were not going to the Super Bowl this year. When he did that, I was like, yep, they're not going to the Super Bowl. Um, and you know what sucks? Again, I'm not trying to be a hater, but like the 49ers are on there. Yeah. The 49ers are a front-running team. Look at the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. They front-run, and then they collapse. Yeah. That's just the Kyle Shanahan special. Yeah. Was, I'll go. No, you go. Josh, go. Uh, I was going to say uh – so first, first team I can think of is we gotta uh, think of players. Play- players? <laughs> Are we going players or teams? We could do both. Okay. Let's do teams For, first. Team, teams first. Team wise, the L.A. Dodgers. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what mm, it is. That's that's a beautiful front runner. <laughs> literally gonna pick. Yeah. yeah. That's oh my, what, what was it that they uh, when they lost to the Padres? What, what was their record in the regular season? Oh, dude, it was like 112 wins or something. Absolutely yeah. rolled the regular season. <laughs> then they, the Josh Hader absolutely shut them down. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I remember I was up at 1 a.m. in the morning watching that game, and when, <laughs> when Josh Hader <laughs> threw that last strike, I absolutely jumped out of my bed and was running laps, dude. I, <laughs> running I, I, laps. I was so happy, but the, I was like, oh, the Padres are gonna go all the way. They did not go all the way. Mm-hmm. But they still beat the Dodgers, who I was very happy I hate happy to say to it, guys, and I don't hate this team, but I think the Boston Celtics are up there. If there was an NBA front-running team, it's got to be the Boston Celtics, right? Because this is what this is why I think it's front-running. Again. Want to talk about Coach who's a front-runner? Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is a front-runner. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, thank God he's gone. Um, but I don't want him see, in the broadcast this anymore, though. The Boston Celtics. Oh, listen to this. So. The Boston Celtics, they do kind of run up the score sometimes, but like not they're not that bad. Like not bad enough where like the Braves would hit home runs in the eighth inning, uh, Matt Olson grand slam, like not that. But every year, somehow they talk like they won a ring recently. Last time they won a ring was oh eight. The Phillies won a the ring. The Phillies won a ring. The Phillies have won a World Series more recently than the Boston Celtics have won an NBA championship. But, but, yeah, uh, but uh, you, know, you know Jason Tatum's only 19. Yeah, he's only 19. <laughs> he only needs four superstar yeah. all-star See, teammates. Like, hey, Siri. <laughs> How old is Jason Tatum? Oh. 19. <laughs> and they pay, pay Jalen Brown $300 million. <laughs> That Jalen Brown See, this contract, is the thing, though. But, like, they, they, it's mostly their fans that are front runners, maybe not the team. Because their fans is really coming every year. Like, they're the favorites. They talk they're the best crazy. team ever. Boston teams. Boston as a city might be a front running city. Mm, yeah. Top five front running cities. Yeah, because this is like the first year ever that the Patriots have been bad. Like all their teams have been like, rel- like 
when I say like above average, that means like they're like pushing for the playoffs pretty much every year. And this is the first time that they have a team that's not really doing it. That's the Patriots, and yeah, they're spoiled as as a fact for that. The Bruins, I mean, they were no, they yeah. Oh if, my if I gosh. watch hockey more, no, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh yeah, every <laughs> year they're like one of the best regular Hates season teams of all time. Leafs. First round gone. Yep, and I love it. That city of Toronto, they deserve nothing but the worst. Are the worst. Celtics like the worst? Relax, Sixers fans. Relax. <laughs> are, the, are the Celtics like number four in Boston? If we like really think about it, no. Patriots no. are one. Oh, no. the Patriots are one. Oh, I thought you meant currently. No, no, no. Uh, like, like out of the last ten years. Last ten. I don't years. know how many Stanley Cups the Bruins have won because I don't watch hockey. Yeah. But Red I mean, Sox. the Red Sox sure had one. multiple in the 2010s. The Patriots, we it goes I mean, without all saying. T- all time. They think they're the 2020s Phillies. They're fighting for three. The Philly teams. I mean, I have Red All-time Sox over them. All-time Celtics by not a lot. No, no, no. Last de- I'm talking about the last decade. All right, yeah. do we have players? Because I have some. Yeah, let's, I let's have one. About, I'm about to stand up. Nikola Jokic! <laughs> <laughs> Why on God's green earth is he in the game with four minutes left down 20 in a December National Basketball Association game? Are we kidding? This is him. Mike Malone, man. <laughs> and then, and then, and then they just say, oh, he plays with his horses. So he doesn't care about he just, the sport. He plays hard. No. He's <laughs> down by 20. And he's doing DHO handoffs to get his 10th assist. Mm. Only me, bro. Only us. Um, it has to be. Has to. I mean, up there has to be. Um, Ronald Acuna. Mm. Oh yeah. Um, and I, I also Debo Samuel. <laughs> oh, oh my god. When he scored that third touchdown against the Eagles again, that's when I was like, 49ers ain't going to Super Bowl. That it, you go, you go regret that, this buddy. Is generational hate. You go regret that, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, front runners never win in the end. This is the story, and I'm glad that the Philadelphia sports teams don't front run. I hate it. I'm. I. I, I don't like that the Eagles. Have to make every game close because they don't want to go up twenty and front run like the Dallas Cowboys. But I respect the game. They just love the game. They Greg, just, they respect the game. Let's get Greg involved. He hasn't really talked yeah. a lot in this yeah. segment. Greg, Greg, do you understand uh, what a front runner is now? Well, if there was one, <laughs> he's got to learn. I'm going to choose one team. If there was one team that I would choose on my mind, I'm going baseball. I'm going to say the New York Mets. Uh, oh, Ooh. I thought we were saying Yankees. Okay. No, no. <laughs> hey, I'm the Yankee fan, I'm, I'm the Yankee fan on this segment. I, I don't want to bash my own team right now. Oh, yeah, we haven't even and done And I can't the, because they just got Juan Soto. We haven't even done the initiation for offsides. For a new person that comes on offsides, this is your first time on offsides, correct? Yep. Yeah, so we ha- you have to explain who your favorite teams are. We okay, so my, my favorite teams, I'm a three-sport guy. Football. Same. Basketball, baseball. I'm a New York Giants fan. As he has your New hoodie, York, you have a hoodie on with yep, the Giants. Yep, I have a hoodie on. <laughs> I'm a New York Knicks fan. Okay. And I'm a New York Yankee fan. I'm so sorry. And I'm so thrilled <laughs> about. I'm so thrilled about the Yankees getting Juan Soto. I I, I didn't find out about it until the next morning because I was so tired that night when uh when the, when they announced gr- it. It must have been a great thing to wake up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. But but uh, continue with your here's what, here's why here's why I'm going with the Mets because the Mets do what they do every year. They met and they get hyped up all the time with all the signings that they made with Francisco Lindor and the 2022 Mets. Oh, the Mets, the, the division is over in June. Cook, cook. And what happened? Oh, they were front running. That is cook. one of the generational and, front cook. runnings I've and ever they seen. they collapse cook. down the stretch of the season. Once July the, and Max Scherzer, yeah. you pay all this money with Scherzer mm-hmm. and, and DeGrom. <laughs> well, DeGrom, they didn't pay, obviously, but DeGrom was on that team yep. pitching down the stretch. And then the series against the Braves, they get swept then they go into the playoffs. They pay all that money to Max Scherzer for the playoffs. And what does he do? Choke. Mm, Choke. Choked. 
and the Mets end up losing to the San Diego Padres, and they think they get better than next year when they add Justin Verlander. They have Max Scherzer, all that rotation, Kodai Senga, and then their best starting pitcher by the end of the year is Kodai Senga because by the deadline, Scherzer's off the team and Verlander's off the team. Typical Mets, they just go out and spend money, spend Cook, money, brother. spend money, I love this and Mets it hate. never works yeah. out. Oh. The Cook, Mets Cook, are just got Mets. This is what they do. Top Every five year. all sides rants, by yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah I, I love, love the Mets. You love the I mean, no, you were you were right. I honestly totally forgot about like when they thought the division was over. Uh, that like, completely June. slipped. My that mind. was. I mean, that's that is one of the biggest front runnings of I've, all time. Uh, <laughs> like that's in the front running Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm gonna start that. It's gonna there's gonna be Hall of Fame of front runners. I'm sure the players won't show up. Because <laughs> gotta get a it's gonna be a wall of shame. You know, you know something that's even funnier. That I just realized Scherzer and Degrom leave, go to the Rangers. Like, what, what happens? They, they win the World, World Series. Series. They got, t- they got rings. The, <laughs> yeah, they the, got rings. the minute they leave the Mets, yeah. the minute they leave the Mets, they get rings. <laughs> They're cursed. That's I don't know, know what else. I don't know what you need. That's a, that's a great point, Josh. Yeah, they can keep winning the Subway Series all they want, and they can keep hanging the banners for it. We got the Yankees have actual. <laughs> do banners. they actually? Nineteen eighty-six. No. Oh, oh, I, you thought, would, you I, would, you I was swear, like, what? No way swear, they hang banners. The way they that. talk about, it, you would swear they do. Yeah, honestly. Nineteen eighty-six. It's like for a two-game series, they're really hanging banners for this. No way. But <laughs> make it a three-game series. Like, come on, MLB. What are we doing? Yeah, I know it's ALNL, but still, come on. It's New York versus New York. Like that was the that was what everyone was thinking the World Series was going to be this year. Was a Subway Series. Yeah. And look where that went. <laughs> no, no, they're making the playoffs. Neither team makes the playoffs. <laughs> neither team makes the playoffs. That's what happens, man. Baseball is just one of those sports, man. I mean, I'm telling you. The so the Dodgers going to lose in the all first I'm going to say again? is why, why the San Francisco 49ers and the Dodgers are front runners is because they're preseason <laughs> champions every year. I mean, they should hang the banner. Oh, my God. Oh, San Francisco. Oh, no one's stopping them. Oh, it's week 10? Best team in the NFL is the San Francisco 49ers. They should hang banners for it. Yeah, Brock Because every year, for the past five years, I've heard that the San Francisco 49ers are the best team in the NFL. And if they they just stay healthy, the best team ever. Guess how many Super Bowls they got? They got none. (laughs) They got zip. Zip. Nothing. Nada. And it will be the same come February. (laughs) Because front runners never win. That is true. And that's a great way to end this. So, but, uh,. Thank you guys for tuning in to Offsides for Brett Miller, Aiden Doc, Greg, and Josh Ayers. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll kick it off or end it off with Travis Scott. You've been listening to Offsides, a weekly roundtable discussion about the world of professional sports, featuring the diverse perspectives of the Rowan Radio Sports Department. Tune in next Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. for another edition of Offsides, only on Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM.